Oh, oh yeah. goodness. Hey, Simeon, you ready? Oh, let me get my my uh, apple juice. Oh, it sounds good. It's what, good uh, apple juice. what apple juice is that? It's nice, like cider, right? It's fall. No, I don't drink cider. It oh, okay. upsets my tummy. I'm having a pumpkin spice bang right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you were basic. I'm real basic, yeah. Pumpkin After spice. I crushed my white claws earlier. Oh, yeah. well, all right. <clears throat> let's get into it. <clears throat> uh, doing warm-ups? Yeah, let's do warm-ups. Let's start it. <clears throat> Peter Parker prints pictures of Prowler. Peter Parker prints pictures of Prowler. Peter Parker prints pictures. Peter, Peter, uh... I take Peter, my horse. Of course, of course. Peter Parker, give me more pictures of Spider-Man. The old town road, road. Road where I ride, ride, ride to the tide, 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 till I can't no more. <clears throat> All right. I think that's, uh, <clears throat> well, shoot, I think we're set. Uh, it sounds good. Let me go ahead and hit the record button. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, were, uh, we were already recording. That's. What? Yeah, we were, that was all recorded. Nah, we'll Come edit on, it. We'll, we'll edit it's it It's like your one job. Yeah, no, no, don't worry about it. I'm a professional. We'll, we'll totally, we'll fix it in post. All right, okay. uh, for real, for real this time. Okay, five, four, three, two. Hello, and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 277. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host, Calderness. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. <laughs> Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Make sure to check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Get your WWE Heroclix pre-ordered. It's coming up in October. And a shout-out to Chris Capron, who, of course, made and designed our logo. Simeon, how are you doing this week? Ooh, I'm so ready for WWE. Oh, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, no, I'm ready. Oh, oh yeah. Beyond, beyond ready. Uh, you got something made you happy this week, my man? Uh, yeah, I went camping this weekend, had a wonderful time. I played like three new games that I've never played before. I played Blockus, which has blocks, and you oh, do stuff okay. with them. It was, it was rough, but I... Uh, I won every game because I'm just <laughs> I'm just super good at blocks. Uh, I wasn't playing by myself either, so uh, um, I played Farkle. Do you know what that oh, one is? No, I love Farkle. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Oh yeah, dice game. I, I became a very quick fan of it when I started rolling really well. <laughs> um, and then something where you like throw these tiny pigs in the air, and depending on how they land, you get points. I am unfamiliar with that one. So I don't know. I don't know. It was like pot belly toss. Okay. Yeah. Cause you know, sure. Oh, why not? It was like pass pot the pig, belly, I guess. Pot, pass Something the like pig. that. There yeah, you yeah. go. It was, but yeah, that's what I did this weekend. That Got a little like, bit rain out fun. there while I was camping, but had, had a ton of fun playing games and stuff. So nice. Well, we're going to, I, 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 for the listeners know, I do like camping, I don't want my what made me happy this week to be a direct correlation to our lifestyle. 
but I was playing video games this weekend, and uh, I finally got an achievement. So <laughs> this is so sad. Uh, in Team Fortress 2, love it, all-time favorite game. Um, they show you the achievement you last unlocked and the achievement that they consider to be next. And whether or not you even achieve it doesn't mean it's the next one. You can obviously achieve any achievement at any point in time, whenever. You don't have to just do what's next. But the achievement that was always next was something called, like, Blind Fire or whatever. Uh, yeah, Blind Fire. And it was, as Demo Man, kill a or destroy an enemy sentry gun that you cannot see with a direct hit from your, not sticky bomb launcher, but from your grenade launcher. Which These are, like, they call them pills. You just shoot them out and they bounce around. And... I was just playing today, and I saw a sentry gun. I was like, "No way, this is it!" And I was, it like clicked in my mind. I'm like, "This is fine. This is finally it." And this has been on my next achievement for five years of like owning and playing this game. And seriously, it's been that long, and it's bothered me that I've never been able to do it. And I saw it, and there was a cliff in front of it. So I just walked backwards, kept my my gun in the same spot, and then boop boop shot it twice, and I got the achievement. I was like, "Yes, finally!" So. That made me really happy. Let's let's not say that's a real high point in my life, but it made me super happy <laughs> to finally not have to see. If you see it every single day, it gets it gets to you. You're like, how have I not done this yet? This is bothering me. It's getting to me. But uh, but accomplishing that was was awesome. That's okay. I don't want to. That was. It sounds bad, but it's what. Have you ever me. have you ever got like a game and you get to a point where you just can't beat it and you sink like an hour into like the same like five minute bit and you can't get past it and you just like shelve it and then like months later you'll be like i don't even remember what i was doing in this and you'll pop it in and you'll beat it first try yeah i i did that a few times because i'm i do that to hero clicks games do that to hero clicks games yeah i'm like pause this and i just leave the venue and i come back weeks later and i you know it's much easier hey can you you bring out that x-men team you're playing (laughs) three months ago Remember the remember the placement because I won't. Yeah, I've actually done that with Heroclix games. We've I played Skype games with a buddy and it was like taking too long. And I'm like, all right, I gotta go sleep, whatever. So we would just take a picture of both our maps, send them to each other that night, and then we would uh, finish it like two three weeks later. It was pretty fun. You can have if you don't want to like leave everything out. Yeah. So yeah, uh, good to have you back today. This week there is so much news we don't have time to talk about anything else. Uh, Simi, you want to go ahead and read off all the news this week? Yeah, let me play the bumper first. And I'm cutting it short because there's no news. No news? What in the world? Yeah. (laughs) There's absolutely nothing. (laughs) Nothing happened at all. Not a preview. No video. Nothing. We're in some kind of... We're not in, like, full purgatory mode yet. I feel like after Star Trek and WWE, you know, like... Once there's that in the Orville or whatever, like after October, the November, December, January, until February, it is going to be like a dead zone. It's going to be bad, but we're just in a mini dead zone right now. Uh, So instead today, we're going to talk about Popper. Uh, There were a couple of changes made actually probably like two weeks ago, week and a half ago, and we're just now getting to them uh, because uh, sue me. So we just wanted to cover Popper. Popper changed... Uh, the format for the next Rock States, which was originally going to be a... I think you bought one booster of X-Men, and then you came with a pre-built 150-point team, or 150... Sorry, excuse me. 150 points of something. 
Right. There was like it was half constructed, it was half sealed, and you figured the other 150 points with uh, with what you pulled. And from my understanding, was you had to play your constructed 150 points, and then had to just fill it out with whatever left, which not crazy about for 300 points, especially in this set where there's a lot of good colossals and whatever that are at 175. Um, but that that was just my understanding of it. Uh, and then that was changed uh, to Popper just recently. And then after about a week later. Popper changed and made Fast Forces and Starters legal, and then it changed again, and then it was Highlander. Uh, so, which means no quadrupling, tripling up on Medusas, no bunch of aim reds, no giant girls. It seems very targeted. I'm gonna change it. No bunch of Robins, whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't. Yeah, wanna... no, no duplicate thrill kill Robin. Basically, yeah, no duplicate thrill kill Robin. Nothing crazy. So just Highlander, normal Highlander, which is uh, one of each figure. I, I, it's sad that people don't get it. You know, there can only be one. That was the whole. Have you not yeah, seen Highlander? No, it's such no a no big Tony battery team. Yeah, no big Tony battery. Get out of here with that. So, we just kind of wanted to talk about uh, our thoughts on kind of the format changes and then a few other things uh, that were going on. So I'll go ahead and start us off since I I do quite like Popper. I've only ever played uh, one Popper tournament though, so I don't know how much I can truly attest uh, to it. Because every other time there's been a local popper tournament, I've been out of town, which is just really lame. So I I like the Highlander change. I think that's totally fine. I think it, it makes sense, sure, because Medusa was a problem. And instead of just banning her or whatever, they kind of changed the entire format. But it wasn't just around her. I could see a lot of... And people were playing a bunch of dupes. Heck, my team. You can had, still had you can still play teams. a good Medusa team too. Oh, totally. It just can't be multiple Medusas. Right now it's Medusa Quake, not Quake. She does Quake. What, what's her face? The other, the other Crystal. Crystal, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you can still you can still make a good team. That team still like functionally like works. And now with Fast Forces, I was really. I was really kind of against uh, allowing fast forces, mostly because I feel like it's really going to pitch shift, like the change. Like X-Men is already really pitch shifting the change as well. We can get into that later. But with fast forces, even if it only allows one of each figure, that's like, you know, 150 point shredder. That's the the TMNT turtles. Like the entire TMNT fast forces, you know, Mudman, the turtles, with the quarter tokens, shredder, you know, they're all good in like kind of the normal game. So in Popper, you know, they're also they're still great. Shredder can't totally do what he does in the normal game, being calling batteries since he's like, yeah, I can call in Jubilee. It's like, yeah, sure, Shredder, loser, you know. Um, <laughs> like, it doesn't really do much. And like, whatever. Uh, Avengers Infinity just lets you have Giant Girl. And now that I can't play ten normal Giant Girls, I can just play two of these Giant Girls, which isn't terrible. Uh, you know, Hulk. There's I don't know if there's anything that helps Hulk in Popper that makes him move for free or gives him sidestep. I don't think there's anything. So I don't think we totally have to... We don't have to worry about it as much as I thought. But I was still, like, slightly against it, even though when you totally look at it, it doesn't break the format, like, at all. I don't know. What do you think, man? Just, like, I'm just going to keep rattling stuff off and just be like, Bleh! like, here's my opinion. Yeah. I mean, you're listening to this. I think so clearly you we maybe to. seem, like... We maybe see like more like Dune Buggy Hulk, like that's not like a terrible team. I know uh, I think Isaac Denke ran it like one time, um, so like in Popper that's viable. Dune Buggy's uncommon. Who Hulk's cares? a starter he's, he's figure. He's just some guy though. 
<clears throat> so then you've got a dune buggy with like charge and 12 attack four damage or whatever not to mention if it um, starts in or next to water terrain it gets to modify <laughs> its speed value by plus two yeah yeah i know <laughs> the real know the kicker buggy does and when it crashes against. minus one attack all that's around. right dude the horn is stuck dune buggy's the awesome. only thing yeah the only thing i'm i'm worried with uh the shift to highlander is um if it weakens teams enough I think 300 point juggernaut is like just too good. Yeah. Um, maybe not even 300. You could just probably play him at like 200 with like the Magneto or you know a couple uh, a couple Magneto. of guys that like boost him up or something. So like, um, what would be the best way to make him almost win map? You do one of their generic guard commands because it has Brotherhood. Who's the cheapest Brotherhood? Like Blob is like a safe bet. Give him plus three. He could potentially yeah. get a plus four to map or like whatever. That right. would be that's scarier. Like a 200 point uh, juggernaut with plus four to map is scarier to me than a 300 point juggernaut with no map right. like reliability. But that that gets me into the whole WWE figures thing. I have yet to see a WWE figure that you could make a popper team out of or like a round where 300 point juggernaut doesn't just like pound them into the ground. You know? Oh, for sure. Uh, that. 13 attack for like five printed damage or whatever it is and the free quake after he moves so he's probably always going to get the first hit um yeah. yeah so that's like one thing i there's a few people that i've seen that are uh, worried that the wwe figures are going to make a big impact yeah and outside of the boxing or the wrestling ring the wrestling ring will be legal because it comes in a starter yep so outside of that i think most of the WWE figures that we've seen are, they're not bad. They're just not, like, crazy, like, instant play. Like, you know, Nimrod might be an instant play for someone doing Popper. Yeah. Uh, Juggernaut's a pretty easy play. Even the the Blue Phoenix, uh, like, Rachel Summers or whichever one it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rachel, yeah. I, I think you can make a decent team out of that, so... You know, onslaught like as well. Like these colossals. Oh, this yeah. is what we really have to worry about in Popper. I don't think WWE is that much of a factor. I mean, it's like I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? I can move for free on my first turn, and then I can charge <laughs> you all my squares. You can't shoot me. Protected pulse wave. You can't outwit me on on top click. Juggernaut's like, yeah, that's cool, bro. Boom, and he pounds him into the ground. Like, like he doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter. Like Juggernaut's just gonna whop you, dude. Yeah. Like, and if they have if they have like um something other than charge and combat reflexes then you're just like knocking them back five squares yeah you're like these are ropes like yeah you're still taking two damage from falling off that off that uh elevated terrain though exactly like it's not it's not i think i think stone cold in real life did take two damage from falling off of something once <laughs> get a neck brace for a while <laughs> oh dang that's good uh shoot no but yeah it's it's um <clears throat> the only thing I guess to think about to WWE, the only thing that bothers me is like so popper. Someone like asked this in a like a Facebook comment. Popper means poor or being a poor person. That's like someone who lives a life of popper. It's just is poor. That's the it's the that's the reason we call it that because it's cheap figures. That's and so WWE figures cost eight dollars per figure, like the individual ones. The starter sets and everything are like normally priced. You know, four figures, 30 bucks, but I also get a ring. The ring itself is great. You know, the Superman Muhammad Ali was two figures in a ring for 30 bucks. Like, this is a amazing deal. That's less than, like, $5 a figure right there, you know? 
That's about five dollars a figure of the rings, ten bucks. Yeah, sure. And so like, but just one figure for eight dollars doesn't seem very poor <laughs> to me. That's like that's more expensive than most rares are nowadays in, in like modern. So that's my right. that's my only one problem with WWE. I don't think they're that much expensive because once again, I don't think they're all gonna be must plays. There there might be one or two I could see. Andre and if there are or one or Eddie. two, then that means like a $16 investment. Yeah. If you really think that those figures are worth it. Because um, honestly, like a lot of the two by twos are going to go for probably like 10 bucks, even the uncommons, just because it costs that much in shipping. Yeah. So if you don't, if you don't pay like the, the 17, 16, $17, whatever it is, MSRP for a booster and pull the figure that you want. I mean, I, yeah. If you were going to buy one of each WWE figure, it would be really expensive, really expensive. what you're doing. Um, and in my opinion, not worth it. I haven't seen any that are game-breaking. I still already you know, pre-ordered all of them because wrestling. But, wrestling. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't think I probably won't make a team out of them in Popper unless I get no. like a real you know, hankering for the top rope. I could really see like me playing Andre, maybe. I think he's pretty pretty oh, solid yeah. from what I could tell and like Popper be hundred I mean just he is I love his stats. bottom click though where it's like three speed. Like, yeah. Dude well like that's pretty accurate though, to to tangent off on like Andre. Some of his last matches, he couldn't move. Like his last match with Hulk Hogan, like he could just not move. He could he could barely do anything. That was really like at his That's decline. like the uh, the big collie. Yeah. Like He's impressively large, but you got to be kidding me when he is wrestling people. I'm like, <laughs> the man can't bend at the knees. Yeah, I don't think he ever did a jog in his life. Like, he's just he's like not built to stretch. You know. Oh uh, shoot. But yeah, no, it's like W. <laughs> I don't think the baby's gonna have like the crazy. And there's some great stat manipulation with the slam and the modifying a bunch of stuff by negative two. But even then, they have to get there first. And even with the free move a lot of the time, it's still only like three squares, five square charge. I mean, besides Austin, who does the full move charge, it's they aren't the most mobile characters in the world. So I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't totally worry about it. But do you think that changing it to popper overall instead of the sealed was or the half sealed was better for states do you think that that was a better choice for me personally i think it was a great choice because uh like 300 modern gets old and annoying and sealed isn't old and annoying but it is like the more expensive option i prefer yeah. sealed over constructed and then doing the combination of the two you would think would be like the best of both worlds but it ends up just being like well, I couldn't build the team I wanted because I had to build to, you know, whatever this point value is. And then I didn't pull well. So, like, so it's like, you know, maybe you build a team and you pull something that works perfect with it. But I feel more often than not, you're just going to be like, you know, bad yeah. pulls plus team that you thought, you know, was going to work with something else and you didn't get anything that it would work with. Like you're just gonna show up there and be like, I got my two dupes and my Mortar Mac Taggart. Let's <laughs> see what X Men team I can make. And it's like, ah, I pulled. Are you making fun no of me for X-Men. playing two dupes at Worlds? <laughs> no, no, that's 
That was honestly like so when when that first got announced, I was like, oh, 150 points. I can play two dupes and Mario Mac Taggart, and I'll see what X Men I pull. That was like literally what went through my mind. So that's all I was recanting. No, you should have played more dupes at Worlds. I probably would have lost if if you would have. I would have definitely lost if you would have. Oh man, is there anything else you want to kind of talk about, Popper? Uh, I just you know, what do you think about like special terrain and ID cards being available in it? Like well, things that are technically, you know, they technically fit the category of, you know, either starter or common, uncommon, but the price is like jacked up on the secondary market because they are more rare. Right. So like for ID cards, you got what, one ID card and a brick or maybe two. So you got, I want to say it was two students or a student and a faculty or something like that. And you didn't get a chase okay. if you got a faculty ID card too. It was really weird. I honestly couldn't remember. I only ever bought one brick. Uh, yeah, I literally bought 12 boosters of that set. The one seal tournament and then the one brick I decided to buy and waste my money on afterwards uh, for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I bought I, singles uh, and yeah. sealed events, and then I traded for everything else I wanted. Dude, that was that was not a set I cared about, despite getting like second at a WKO with like the hottest, podgest team ever. And like, <laughs> but but I, I, either way, um, didn't you play Professor X Dreamer? Dude, I play Dreamer because everybody. Okay, so everybody was like really poo-pooing on Dreamer. This is like such a weird tangent, but I I, I, I want to talk about it more. Everybody was like, I don't like Professor X Dreamer or like whatever, and I was like, why? He's great, and I like I had never looked at any of the set because I didn't care. And when I went into the tournament this week for that weekend, I knew they had two tournaments. I didn't know they were both or one was constructed, one was sealed. So I built a constructed team thinking I had to play it twice or whatever. This is this is back when I had no idea what I was doing. Well, I guess that's still now, so never mind. But I pull it and I get Chase Angel and Professor X Dreamer and like whatever else, and I'm like, there's no way they're both not on my team because I just do not have enough points to actually like whatever. Like if I want to make an X Men team, Dreamer has to be on the team, and I'm like, that's okay because you just have to use him like a big brain genius that I am. It's easy. Dreamer never died in a single game except for my last game. That was literally the only time he ever died that entire day. I've, I'd lost What's games. What's his KO effect? His KO effect, oh, jeez. It was, I want to say it was, it was bad. Because uh, that, that had to be the reason that people didn't like him, was that it was a terrible... Magneto, oh, his is... His increased your opponent's damage yeah, by one. Yeah, opposing, opposing damage by plus one, and that's not bad. Let's be real with you. Like even in this X Men set, it's not it's not the end of the world. By the way, here's why it was bad. He had printed willpower. He had no movement ability. Top dial. He should have had mind control the entire dial. He should have had indom and then like barrier, something like mental barrier or, or whatever. But he has a rollout on every click. He has shape change, and then he has uh imper- or super senses on his late dial. And then he has willpower the entire time. And then he has telekinesis. And he has seven range. And he can shoot. He's got two damage. And he has three damage later. His plus one is free all from the characters in range. Not line of fire. Just range. Within seven range. Modified defense value plus one to your next turn. So I just kept doing that. I was like, I don't care. I'll, I'll push this guy out, whatever. Plus one defense. Plus one defense. Plus one defense. I never did the dream of a peaceful existence, which would have been really awesome. Uh, which is where they all reduce damage by an additional one, as long as he's on the map, and it's for the rest of the game. But I did do his freeze motor functions, which was great. Uh, free, it's negative four. Choose an opposing character within range and line of fire. They gain a mobile and modify attack value negative two until your next turn. How is that bad? I, 
I forget what he starts with, if he starts with one or two or whatever, but it's really easy. These are all free actions, and I can just move him up to do it. Like, yeah, heck yeah, Dreamer is freaking awesome. And he's only 50 points. He's so cheap. Like, yeah, sure, he's easy to get through, then just don't make him a target. I had Iceman for barrier and, like, whatever else on my team, and people were so preoccupied trying to kill Angel. Like, he's definitely not someone you should be worried about. And, like, they no one ever went after Dreamer because everybody already said to themselves, oh, he sucks. I don't have to kill him because he's bad. And he's not bad if you use him right, you know? He was he was in my top ten figures that year. I know that for sure. I love I love Dreamer. He's awesome. I got second place WKO Dreamer. Fact. Still haven't got one. Fact. I had so. two of the Magneto title characters at one point, but I never got the Professor X one. Yeah, I um, I got that Angel, and I was like, man, I really don't want this Angel. So like that same day, and I had no idea what Wolverine or whatever it was worth, but I was like, um, I'll, some dude had Wolverine and Magneto. I was like, can I trade you, uh, your Magneto and Wolverine for a chase? In my mind, that's a that's a steal, right? I, I'm just giving you a brand new chase for two super rares. Heck yeah. And the guy, like, took it, and then, like, I went home or whatever, and I checked the prices on him. I'm like, why is Wolverine 50-something dollars? What? And it didn't even click that he was a call-in, like, in my mind at all, because I didn't know. Like, I wasn't paying attention. I was just like, wow, it's a really cool Wolverine. And I played him at 150 points, like, the next week at a, like a, with a friend, you know? Like, I didn't know. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, that Wolverine so, yeah, was hard to take a, down and sealed too. That's our that's that was all popper related talk. <laughs> so that was right about popper. My my rant on why a Professor Extreme is awesome. Ah, if we want to kick it back to popper, is there anything else you want to say about it before we totally move on in the show? No, we got we got on that side tangent because awesome. I brought up ID cards and stuff. Oh um, yeah, ID cards and so, stuff. Uh, let's just. What's the other uh, special objects? Yeah, special what is objects. It? We got the blood axe. So there's and blood axe. That's it. And Asgardian Shield, and then the Knobbed Mace. Knobbed Mace, uh, okay. So out of all of those, Blood Axe is good. Uh, the Shield is like maybe good. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd ever equip it in the game. And then for our Collins, we have like Kitty Pride, who's pretty solid. She can bring in Lockheed, and I've got Lockheed for the rest of the game. You know, stuff like that. You have Rusty, and now you have access to both Rusties. One's you know running shot pen blast Collins. So that's always great. Like, and at the end of the day, Rusty does like two damage and has a ten attack. So. I, and then the rest of the columns are garbage, right? Mm-hmm. Like skids, arty, whatever. Like they're not, they're not good at all, you know. Like well, they've got uses, but it's they not. Have like, uses. Well, arty, arty does not have a use. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, skids has like a use, um, but it's not really a popper use. Um, skids was good against uh, Alpha Strike teams. You'd call her in and barrier up. And like give that 18 defend to everybody. Oh sure. So there's that, but um, yeah, I don't think Artie's ever been played on purpose. I don't think th- I don't think so. No, and then I mean Jubilee is always a solid Colin. So yeah, even though there are elements that are used in the modern game, just like just like how Medusa was used in just normal games too, I still think limiting the rest of the field of play to Popper still kind of limits them. As well, that that means the only special terrain is the Doom Buggy, unless the Shield Flying Car is also special terrain. Then excuse me, but yeah. yeah, I really don't think they're that bad to worry about, and I don't see them on that many teams. To be honest, I f- I still feel like it's mostly just figures that I see played, and it's only the one thing I actually really don't like is map bonuses. That's one thing I didn't didn't like. But what are you gonna do? People need to play the maps, and if they already have the map. What's the difference in playing like five points for the bonus? You know. Yeah. So yeah. 
No, I think uh, switching the states over to Popper was a good choice. Or, like Popper Highlander was a really good choice because honestly, that competitive stuff gets real stale just building to 300 modern all the time. Yeah. And so I'm glad to see the change. Um, I'm excited to actually like, have to use my brain to, I mean, use my HC realms to build my team this year. Because <laughs> that's what I'll, I'll do, uh, select rarity, yeah, common, right. uncommon only. Exactly. No, but for sure. And what I'm really happy about is that well, I don't have to build for 300 modern for a while. Uh, I don't know if you're going to Rocktober or not, but Rocktober is high, super Highlander 300 modern, which is awesome. Their singles event is sealed this year, which is dope. And like, there's no 300 modern I care about until I guess WKOs and stuff like in November ish. So that's like great. And then there's a popper tournament. Like, do not have to care about 300 modern for a while. And I really like that. I really like it. So that's popper, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. That was Dial H for Heroclix. No, we're going to go ahead and move on to the rest of the show. I'm going to go ahead and do a real quick, we're going to take a trip, a trip down to the corner, the value corner. Hey, Michael, look at this. Heroclix. $8. That's a good deal. It's a real good deal, ladies and gents. Today we're going to be talking about uh, one of my favorite figures, who I also think is kind of a hidden gem. So that one, this one's for you, Chris. It's a hidden gem and a value corner, which reminds me that I got to do something. We'll figure it out. Did they make a ghost dad figure? They, you know what? They didn't make a ghost dad figure, but he's he's probably a father. I don't remember. Uh, anyways, let's talk about dead people, super dead people. Nothing gets more dead than uh, British politics. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead. He's 50 points. He zero range. He's flight. No other special combat symbols. That's right, you guessed it. Doesn't need them. Earth-X, Excalibur, Mystical, and Ruler. Who could I possibly be talking about? Charge for... So you can play them at 50 points or 25 points. I'm going to slap my phone on the ground there. It keeps buzzing on the table. Uh, 50 or 25 points. He's either a really solid attacker or a pretty okay side attacker. But the reason you're playing him is for his trait, and I'll get to that in a minute. At 50 points, he starts with charge, super strength, uh, invulnerability, and leadership. And then he has basically charge for three clicks. Invulnerability for his top click, super strength for two clicks, and then toughness, then he has leadership for those first three clicks. You're basically playing, paying 25 points for three clicks. On his 25-point line, he starts with sidestep toughness with close combat expert. He has sidestep the entire dial. He rolls onto some combat reflexes, always has close combat expert the entire dial, with like mediocre values, you know, some 10s and 9s. Never goes above a 10, never goes uh, below a 9. What a good, uh, what a good, what a good figure. That's not the reason you're playing him, though. You're not playing this... This I'm going to just say he's King Britain. It's pretty obvious. I said British. He's part of Excalibur. <laughs> he's Earth-X. Like, there's there's not that much else uh, to go off of. Uh, so this King Britain... Um, it's the starter set King Britain. And I, I, you're already thinking, like, oh, I don't know, Calder. Starter set figure. That's going to be pretty pricey. Um, so just, just hold up. He also has this trait called Free My Teammates from Their Stony Prison. If an opposing... If an opposing effect would cause a friendly character to be given an action token. Jeez, I have no idea what opposing effect could possibly be giving a friendly character an action token. Anyways, roll a d6. On a 3 through 6, the friendly character does not get the action token. I know a 3 through 6 isn't guaranteed, but it's about as close to guaranteeing a dice roll as you can get without it being a 2 through 6, you know, with only failing on the 1. So the odds are heavily in your favor, unless you're terrible. Uh, that'll it should just 
it's a trait that people will either not notice or will fly so far under the radar they might not even care. It, it might even, if they do notice it, they might change their strategy and just be like, okay, well, I'm just not giving anybody action tokens. You know, whoever that could possibly be. <laughs> Anyways, so this figure, which is why I really like playing him at 25 points. Only for three clicks, though. He's good sidestep. He, he's carry. He's flight. He's Earth-X mystical Excalibur ruler. I already said his keywords once, but, but it's that trait that lets you not get an action token from an opposing effect that's incapacitate, that's some kind of tesseract, maybe? I don't know. And <laughs> Anyways, just all sorts of stuff that could possibly try to give you an action token. And it just, it can really save you uh, from things like that. And it's any opposing effect. So it's just, it's it's dope. I love it. I think it's awesome. I just noticed it when I was looking through the EarthX keyword, trying to actually build for Popper. And I think... I think he's really cool for what he can do. When I think he what he does is pretty big, honestly. So go ahead. Take a guess. Take a gander at what little Fast Forces Earth X 106 King Britain could possibly be worth. Because I, I think for all of this, he's pretty amazing for what he does. Well, I don't want to disappoint you, but I did look heavily into the Earth X starter. Or Fast Forces, whichever it was. I looked heavily into it because the Black Panther in that he makes bystanders that have him power. And I was like, ooh, maybe I want two of those. Turns out I don't. But <laughs> I did I did get one of these King Britons with it. Um, I'd say that he's probably, uh, starters maybe like 16, 20... And you get a map with it. He's probably like three bucks. What if I said you're wrong? He is only for the low, low price of 79 cents. I was honestly surprised when I saw this. Like, a Golden Age Rare that I did last week is more, is almost twice the cost of the brand new Modern Age starter set. Now, a starter set, way more expensive. Like, $10 more expensive than most Fast Forces. King Britain's only 79 cents for potential... Uh, people that like like to trade things around for whatever reason. I, I could possibly not know. Um, he gives you this really good kind of blanketed protection, and he's only 25 points. I really think the bang for your buck here is only 79 cents on Cool Stuff, Inc. I think it's amazing. I, I honestly think it's really good. So definitely check out King Britain. See if you can fit him on a team. And for only 25 points, you definitely should be able to. I think he's... I figure that should be in everybody's toolbox. Really, I'd say the EarthX starter set should be in everybody's toolbox. They're all pretty solid figures. Um, except for, of course, that Black Panther, who's just pff, terrible. So that is this whoa, week's whoa, whoa. value corner. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying that. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, I think uh, I think for 25 points, that's the same as one of the Hydras, and he gets you a lot more versatility, versatility oh, yeah. uh, you know, with flight. He's got a little bit of taxi. Um, so if you're building EarthX theme teams, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That that takes us beautifully, beautifully along to uh, to your segment, Simeon. I have a segment. Wait, what? I yeah. We I gave you don't a... know what we're yelling about. Loud hero click noises. Loud hero clicks noises, Calder. That can only mean one thing. It's time for me to step up on uh, 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 Simeon's soapbox. Weather's beautiful up here. This is a reminder that no opinions made in the following minutes are to be taken as fact. 
opinions are like birthdays, and everyone has one. Except Calder. He was That's born right. in a test tube. I was never born on an actual day. I was born on <laughs> February 30th. So I do not have a birthday. Good. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> so with that disclaimer out of the way, we're going to move on to the topic of the week. We're going to talk about some top-dial colossals. Not to be confused with top-notch colossals, because the following are not that. So I actually got this idea from uh, listener Robin Caves, super fan. Um, got some inspiration from a comment about doing boss battles. And it made me think of the times where I've put like the Spectre or Galactus against a, a swarm of like people from the shop kind of thing. And I was thinking about that and how I haven't been able to do that with the most recent Colossals. So, I love Colossals. And with like the, new, the Colossal Retaliation trait, they're becoming more and more popular every year. Uh, every new set that has Colossals, or every time we get one released, whether it's con-exclusive or in a Fast Force or whatever. Uh, if it's got Colossal Retaliation, people are going to be eyeballing it, usually. Um... I like the sculpts. I like the the gravitas that it brings to the game. I like the fact that like you'll be sitting in a shop and people will see it from across the room and they'll be like, "Hey, those guys are playing with action figures." And you're like, "Actually, this is a tabletop game with collectible miniatures." And they're like, "Why is Carnage so big?" And you're like, "Don't worry about it. He spits out little carnages. It's really cool. You see this Groot? He makes little Groots. Isn't that fun?" But we're not talking about Colossal Retaliation today. What I think the current problem with Colossals is, it lies entirely in the casual aspect of the game. This isn't something you're going to run into in your 300 Modern, your Popper, your, you know, you're never going to run into this in any kind of competitive environment. I think the problem with Modern Colossals is that when you play them at full dial, the most recent ones that we've gotten aren't scary anymore. So, going back to Galactus, the OG Galactus, I'm going to look up his stats real quick. The original Galactus started with a 20 movement, 16 attack, 21 defense, and 8 damage, with 16 range and 3 lightning bolts. He never even needed to use the 20 speed, because he could hit half the board before they could ever get over to him. A 16 attack back then meant he just like auto-hit most things. Today, he auto-hits most figures. Um, he definitely, I mean, unless you crit-miss, a 16 plus 3 is a 19. You know, that's quick maths. So uh, most figures have like an 18 defense. And so the OG Galactus... At 1,800 points at his full dial is still really scary. But let's go to, you know, let's go back to uh, our modern stuff that we've got. So what what do you think is more crazy than Galactus? What's above Galactus in the Marvel Universe, Calder? In the Marvel Universe? Who could yeah. possibly be better than Galactus? That would yeah. have to be, like, those crazy cosmic beings that were going to slap Galactus around, like in Eternity or like the Living Tribunal or something, right? Yeah, like like the Living Tribunal. The He's cosmic entity heads. of the Marvel He's Universe. Be than Galactus. 
literally has limitless power, the living embodiment of the Marvel multiverse. Mm. So, like, you know, all of, like, the Marvel multiverse. So, like, you know, Ultimate Universe, uh, Zombieverse, whatever. I mean, you know, you know the, the more than one thing. So, talking about Living Tribunal, what should his stats look like, you know? I just told you what Galactus's were. So Living Tribunal should probably be better than that, Way I would better. imagine. He's got to have that 24 speed. The map, he's, he is the universe, <laughs> man. Come on. He literally should just have a power that says, like, place anywhere on the map. Um, so I get the game that we play has mechanics, and it's got playability, and it requires you to, you know, you have to... Uh, you have to be shrewd with the fanboy fury, and you have to let things slide, and you have to, you have to, you know, enjoy the fact that this is a cosmic being of unlimited power, and you have to realize that in this game he can't just auto win. He can't have a trait that just says, "I win because I do." <laughs> so, with with that in mind, I think that. Uh, if, uh, if there's a well-built team that costs a certain amount of points, like, let's say, 900 for some reason, I think that team should be able to win against another team that is built to 900 points and vice versa. Um, as long as they're both well-built, I think that there should never be a disparaging amount in between those. And the reason I use 900 as a point is because the Living Tribunal clocks in on his top dial at 900 points. Wow. That's half the point value of the OG Galactus. He's also, I think, half the base size, if that matters. It doesn't to me, but he's more than he's he's less than half the base size, actually. Yeah, it like, was like a three by something or whatever. Three by six, and he's a two yeah. by two. Yeah. yeah. So for nine hundred points, the Living Tribunal clocks in with fourteen speed phasing teleport, thirteen attack with pulse wave. 20 defense with invincible and 6 damage with a special damage power that's outwit and probability control. He's also got 13 range, 3 targets, which is respectable. I'm not going to say that it's not respectable. But to go with that 13 range, 3 targets, the embodiment of the Marvel multiverse has no improved targeting. Batman can hide from the Living Tribunal. Nighthawk can hide from the living tribunal. There's, there's a bush in the way. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> the man who sees the multiverse and is the living embodiment of it cannot see through trees. Um, so my biggest problem with this, those those stats aren't bad. Like Don't get me wrong. Those are solid stats. And... I always look at these figures when they're released, and I look at their top dial, and I'm like, man, wow. And then I go to play them at their top dial, and someone will play, you know, 900 points of anything else, and I just get hosed every time. And it comes down to a simple fact that Perplex is super cheap in this game. You can get a lot of Perplex for 15 points, 30 points, you know. If you're building to 900 points, you could have 100 points set aside just for perplex and prob and you could match every one of the stats on living tribunal with a character that's only you know 100 points or 50 points uh the prime vulture starts with an 11 for three 
he could have a 13 for 6 pretty easily, and that matches the Living Tribunal stats. So what I propose is that with the, per- the current pr- power creep, the current power creep, I think it would make sense that if we started making Colossals scary again, we, we start giving them the opening attack of 16, where it's like, yeah, they're going to hit you. One of your guys is going to be wiped out. He's going to do 7 to 8 damage on your team. Maybe he'll triple target and he'll hit three of your guys halfway down their dial right away. He's going to have a 24 defense because, you know, Wolverine can't bump himself up to a 14 and flurry him and hit him twice right off the bat, only needing a 6 to attack with five theme team probs, you know, stuff like that. And I think a a 24 defense makes him really hard to hit, but not impossible against a well-built team. And not impossible against if you played this guy against another Colossal with a 16 attack. That means one of them needs an 8 to hit. So, I think, and the the biggest thing about this is, designing these characters top dial, you know that they're never going to be played in 300 Modern. You know that there's never going to be like a tournament like Judge that has to go, hold on, this figure's like over, you know, he's overstatted for these points. We're going to have to errata the top dial of Living Tribunal. That's never going to happen with a 900-point line or a 600-point line. So what they should do is just go crazy with them and just, like, you know, give us some of those those legendary boss battles that we used to have from, like, Galactus, the Serpent, Master Mold, to a lesser extent. Uh, I was just looking at the ones on my shelf and (laughs) realized Master Mold was a little bit easier to hit, but... So, I mean, with this in mind, going with, like, the boss battle thing, if you give them better stats, then you're forcing a team to actually work together rather than, you know, if I build to 300, you build to 300, and Joe Schmo builds to 300, and we go against a 900-point piece, rather than each one of us 300-point guys taking our own whack at it, I might bump Calder's guy up, his, like, attack up twice, and that'll be my turn because I, I just can't hit this guy, you know. Or maybe I'll uh, TK one of Calder's guys closer. And then Joe Schmo is going to, you know, use his Kobic to uh, take Power Cosmic away from Living Tribunal. Because that's something that should totally happen in this game. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, I think that it should it should just be crazy so that you actually have to try. And I don't think that it should be something... That can easily happen. It should be an achievement. It should be something that you have to like work for to take one of these monsters down. And there's no harm in it because, again, it's not it's not going to be modern. You know, it's it's going to sure. be fun golden age games. It's going to be house games that we're doing this with. So there's no there's no backlash from the community. No one's going to get up in arms that you know there's a 16 attack on this 900 point figure. Hmm. And with that, this has been Simeon Soapbox, where the box is always empty, but my mouth is always full. That was great. I actually, I really like that. Um, just real quick, I want to do a game sometime where it's Onslaught, the common, who is 900 points from X-Men, uh, versus that Living Tribunal, because I honestly think Onslaught wins uh, almost outright. 
I would want to say. Like, because he's also 900 points. He has, like, two more clicks of life, I want to say. He's, like, 25. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go into, like, the traits, but, uh, so in, like, a one-versus-one battle, Living Tribunal's traits don't really kick in. And, honestly, in, like, a 900-point build, he's got the thing where it's minus one action total. And I'm like, great, that's minus one to their action total, which is already probably higher than what they need it to be by yeah. a lot. So, and then he's got the verdicts thing, which I have pulled verdicts off, and those can swing the game heavily in your favor. It's just, it's, you know, it's a dice roll thing, and if he doesn't get the dice roll, then... Gotcha. So, I, then, like, you know, the older uh, figure, like, older Colossals had multi-attack, and they're kind of bringing that back with a few Colossals, but I think multi-attack something that should definitely be, like, top dial. Yeah, no, for sure. Getting swarmed, you know. <laughs> well, right on. That is always a pleasure uh, sometimes to hear your opinion. <laughs> Yikes. Anyways, we can go ahead and move on to the community section. There are dozens of us. Dozens! This Community Tuesdays, we went ahead and asked you, beautiful guys and gals, we tried out some new theme songs. What's a Heroclix team that you ran? Uh, and what would their theme song be? Simeon, you want to answer that question? Yeah, but do you hear that? Is the wind blowing? Ooh, I'm getting kind of chilly. Welcome to Canada. It's a maple leaf state. Canada, Canada, it's great. No way. Right. you got to be kidding me. It's Alpha Flight. <laughs> the best team of mutants and, mm. you know, oddballs there can mm. be. So with the new Sasquatch, I'm going to be building a, a slightly modern, mostly Golden Age Alpha Flight team. I might throw in a few figures without the keyword just because. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely, you know, that's some five iron frenzy, by the way, for anyone that's really into ska, which is <laughs> yeah, several people I know. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's my What's answer. Call all right, sorry. I mean, Trump. that's cool that you think like Canada's all right, but you know, I prefer my teams. What what kind of team would you? Made in America. Made in America. Yeah, so nothing gets better than the old red, white, and blue, especially when they come true and they come through. So I build basically millions of teams that are just Captain America, just Steve Rogers, or, you know, throw Falcon on there, whatever. Um, seriously, I built, like, that is my favorite way to play the game. It's how I built teams when I first started. How many Captain Americas can I put on a team? And that's kind of still how I want to build teams today it irks me not having a steve rogers or a captain america of some kind on like any team i play unless it's like for fun i want to do a theme or whatever but like man if i could just play a team of all captain americas all the time and it would be like 300 modern competitive i could die happy so that's like a theme song for 90 percent of the teams <laughs> that i build uh if you want to go ahead and start us off on facebook all right so with our community tuesday question i I dug deep into my childhood and I pulled out a picture from the Cowboys of Moo Mesa. So Benjamin Norris says, the Cowboys of Moo Mesa. I think that I still have four to five issues of that comic from the 90s. Awesome. 
Uh, we had Citizen Loyal Miller say, my old meta team was Avengers, uh, Hawkeye, Five Giant Girls, and Old Man Cap, Eric Mastin, and Star Fox. And I feel the song would be Eye of the Tiger, and uh, I've never run it, but X-Men Colin Swarm teams, the theme song should of course be uh, One Call Away, One Call by Charlie Puth. Uh, I, liked, I hope I said that right, uh, but I, I can always dig some Eye of the Tiger, that's for sure. Simeon, you want to... All right. And I, I totally did not write this next one. Uh, Matthew DePaz, not me, definitely not me, said, All the new intros are great. Anything but that techno remix thing that you called an intro slash outro before. Good work, Simeon. The original work is much appreciated. So thank you, Matthew DePaz. Definitely a real person and not me just pretending to be on Facebook. Uh, you're such a, you're such a great art art <coughs> artist, Simeon. You're, yeah, I've heard so that my voice is uh, unique. Raw talent is just overflowing. Something's very uh, raw about it, that's for sure. That's <laughs> uh, protagonist Ben Jones uh, said, "A pirate's life for me." A team I'm hoping to play the next couple of weeks. He has Black Mana, Pirate Deadpool, and Leatherwing. Sadly, oh, also the Corvus Glaive. Sadly, no OG pirate like Batchlock the Leaper, but that's okay. Ooh, I love Leatherwing. He's cool. And his, uh, does he pop out Robin Redblade? Is that right? I do not remember. I've never had the chance to play him. All right. Uh, Citizen Jeff Poyer says, is he Citizen? Did he get bumped up? Yeah, Jeff Poyer is a uh, vigilante now. Ooh. Oh, vigilante, Jeff Poyer says. Three Ghost Rider mammoths to the tune of also Sprack Zarthrusta. Thus, the Zarathust. I cannot. So, uh, I, I had to that. double check that because like, I have no idea what that is. But it's like I space think it's music. It's the Call of Cthulhu. It's. Oh, okay. It's not. Some... No, but it's literally like. Dun, 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 like when they like show the Earth from an angle or whatever, and the sun is rising. It's, uh, it's that iconic. So it's space like the music. mammoths coming up over the hill. Basically, and, like, I don't. Your you... your team of. You know, all Red Union Jacks are just like their jaws drop, and they're like, "Yeah, I know I've got an iron jaw, and I can remove a token if I've taken damage, but this is too much." I feel like with that team, the obvious choice was Ghost Rider in the sky, but I'll just I'll shut my mouth. I won't say I won't I say we anything. Enough, uh, we had enough Johnny Cash last week. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> But like to to me, I was like, "How is it not Ghost Rider in the sky? Come on!" But yeah, no, that's still a good pick. They're made of. (laughs) (laughs) They're hot breath he could feel. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, let's let's get that uh, Simeon HeroClick parody song. Let's let's do that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Super fan, super villain. I want to say I want to say it's super villain Alcester Al Alcester how do, how do I how do I say that again I'm like ninety percent sure Alicaster Al Alcaster uh see he's gonna he's gonna poop on me Kirby Ronnie does it count that I play that I play whale noises uh, on my friend's pick powers with Ion apparently Ion is a whale I didn't know that Never yeah really space whale <laughs> that's what they do that's totally what they do space whale space whale Citizen Peter Marshfield says, I field a team of the Space Knights, and I was thinking the old TV show Silverhawks. Do you ever watch that? I'm unfamiliar with that. Me too. I might have to give it a shot. 
I do like old TV shows. Right on. Uh, Superfan Christian Bogan said, I'm always a fan of monster teams. So maybe a good theme song would be either be the theme song of Ah! Real Monsters, Adam's Family, or Heathens by 21 Pilots. Personally, I like Hailstorm version the best. Uh, and then Loyal Miller went ahead and replied, is like, not the Monster Mash, which of course is once again kind of an obvious pick, or even, you know, I'm just saying Thriller, perhaps? But those are all good songs. Yeah. Superhero Organus Robin Caves. Which I, I tried to look up Organus, Organus. I was like, is that an actual? I don't. Before I got lost. Before you said it, I was trying to remember how I pronounce it. Or yeah. Like, or like how I got I lost in this weird uh, non-definition page that was like giving me some some over my head biology stuff, and I did not understand it. So I just, I'm just going with what I got. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, Robin Cave says, funny. I actually ran a team last week specifically because of a particular song. Scenario was 500, all figures, and they ran the Joker. Let's see. Oh, it's 500. All figures needed to be from a different license. Went with the theme of Space Chaos. So it was the Joker from World's Finest. Um, I think that's the, the one like holding his arms out that's all powerful guy. Mm. Uh, worm. From TMNT3, Lord Chaos and Master Order. They're the big heads with the, the glowy glow oh, behind yeah, them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The song was from Batman Brave and the Bold. Still waiting on Music Meister figure in the game. And the song was called Where's the Fun in That? I feel like I remember that episode. It was... Hmm... Was it a Music Meister episode? It, well, no, yeah, it totally was. I want to say so. Like, Music Meister had an episode, and it was basically a musical. Like, that's what happens whenever he's yeah, doing anything. Yeah, I love the, Bra- the Brave and the yeah. Bolt, so ah, Brave and Bolt. I'm sure I'd recognize it if I listened to it again. Yeah, I'd have to listen to it again, too. La, Superfan the Ruffian, little plastic superhero, said Cowboy, uh, Cowboys and Moo Mesa, hell yeah. Appreciate it. Eric Sexton says, It's a little on the nose, but it was a team of... Versions of Thor. The mm-hmm. song. Da, na, 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 na. Thunder. <laughs> Thunderstruck. By I'm assuming by ACDC. It is, but there may be another one out there. It's by Led Zeppelin. No, it's by ACDC. <laughs> yeah, no, it's by ACDC. It's a classic, a classic song for Thor's or Iron Man intros, apparently. Uh, we had uh, Kirby Ronnie went ahead and said again here, doubling down. Uh, he said Frankenstein, Monster, uh, Dr. Jekyll, Jacob Marley, Death, and some zombies marched to Thriller, which is, which is just right on the money right there. Nice. Mick Miller says, I always love running Planet of the Symbiotes. Just play Monster Mash. Ooh. Works for me. I can't remember if Michael Miller was a superhero or a supervillain. But, uh, I think it was superhero. Superhero, yeah. Right on. Monster Mash. Top Dial Titans on Twitter said, Masters of Evil will always walk out to Bad by the Prince of Pop. Michael Jackson. I'm bad. I'm bad. Yeah, I'm not going to not gonna you know it. you guys. You know it. Ready to just butcher that. You couldn't, you couldn't tell it, but I did like a spin and I leaned forward at a 45. Oh, you definitely when I did. did. That. I, could, I could see you had the balance for that, for sure. <laughs> I am built like a table. 
<laughs> Jeez, I don't, I don't want to justify anything you say with a response ever again. Oh my gosh. Superhero. He didn't. He didn't pick a name, so I'm picking a name for him. Superhero. King of the Sentinels, Lucas Tom Van Holland said, "Try Sentinels, Biggie Smalls, and Thomas the Tank Engine remix." So I listened to a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine because of this comment. And if you guys don't know, Lucas Tom Van Holland, Lucas Spider-Man Van, uh, he is the king of the Sentinels because I think he's the only person that can run Tri Sentinels effectively. And, uh, you know, he's the only one that made top eight in Worlds with him. So that's that's good enough for me. I would say so. But what do you know? You've only ever ran three Sentinels at a time. Yeah, and I don't think I won anything with that. <laughs> I beat you once with it, just not twice. Yeah, just not twice in the same day. I made a heck of a turnaround right there, ladies and gents. Oh, uh, geez. Uh, we had Chance McCall. It's a Baron Zemo, Winter Soldier OP kit figure. Bullseye OP kit, Electra ABPI. What other song for the Bolts? Then Thunderstruck by ACDC. This is an interesting use of Thunderstruck because they are the Thunderbolts after all. So I quite like that uh, that use. It's pretty clever. Yeah. Unique. Jake Carlisle says, You guys need to make dials for the Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Well, we can't spoil anything, but let's just say a little someone is in talks with a little company that may or may not may or may not make uh, miniature figures with dials that click. So uh, Cowboys of Moo Mesa may already be, you know, definitely not being made. <laughs> we could disclaimer, make that. For disclaimer! Them. Disclaimer! Cowboys <laughs> of Moo Mesa Hero Clicks are not being made. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and <laughs> don't sell those comics books off right away to make bank on the hero clicks crowd. Uh, definitely, definitely hold on to those guys. Don't don't let them go. Uh, Michael Fedor said, "I have played the X Men animated theme before sealed tournaments and before I would have to say the Power of Love by Celine Dion or Huey Lewis right before my swarm team of Star Sapphire recruits play. I may think of something better later on today. I think that's quite good. The Power of Love for Star Sapphire. That's that fits. That fits. Really yeah, I like that." That's it, that's it on Thomas. Twitter, so just... Alright, Matt Thomas says, Bodies, Drowning Pool. I assume you know that song, right, Calder? I don't. I'm unfamiliar with Bodies, Drowning I Pool. I think it was on the soundtrack of uh, the Thomas Jane Punisher. Um, but it's the, nice. the... Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the oh, bo- that one. But yeah, I, do. Sure I, I, just, I wasn't aware of the, the name of the song, but no, I've heard it before. Yeah, sure. I imagine. I mean... I'd have to look it up, and I should have to not sound... Probably, probably should have. Yeah, right. Uh, McConnell Lamar says, Many variations of Doug's Army. Ooh. And it's the Doug song from The Hangover. If you've never run That's a Doug's good. Army team, that is the... If you, if you don't buy any Golden Age figures ever, the one that you should make an exception for is Doug... I think it was from either the Dark World or maybe the, or the first Dark story. World, ladies and gentlemen. And if you play only figures that are lower points than Doug, they Make become sure. Doug's army. They get I Doug. Think you have to share a generic keyword with him, though. Oh yeah, yeah. They all get the named keyword Doug's army. So anyone that's like soldier, warrior, brute, monster, like it's like they're all great keywords. Oh yeah. 
and it's just it's so much fun because it doesn't make any sense. You can grab from every universe. Yeah. All right. Brand- Doug's army is like dumb and broken. And just to do a slight tangent, if you go back far enough, there was a time where almost every single figure that would fit that um, prerequisite to be a part of Doug's army, like anyone anywhere, there would be a comment. I used realm. So I was like, this guy would be great for Doug's army. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, we know, we know he'd be great for Doug's army. It's cause keep saying it. Wow, a new recruit for Doug's army. Yep, stuff like yeah. that. It was like, okay, that's a HC Realms golden nugget that's for another, you. Yeah, that's another one for you. There's a ton okay. in the comment section. Yeah, there's a ton. Uh, All right, uh, keep going. Brandon Lambert says, 350-point Wolverine X-Men Nimrod with Power Gem and Justin Seifert. Short and sweet games. Song was Brutal Truth by Collateral Damage. Or maybe collateral I'm, damage I'm by brutal truth. Unfamiliar with that one. I imagine it's just like, and then it ends after three rounds because it's Nimrod with the power gem and Justin Safer. Sure, of course. And that is, that is last one? the last question on Facebook. If I had to do one more answer, uh, and I'd say Doomsday uh, for any team that has Doomsday on it. If anyone's aware of dub, dubstep, doomsday, it's one word in the song. It says doomsday, and then just does the dubstep <laughs> fart music. Uh, Ooh, all right. I do one with like all like hypersonic pieces, and it's that uh, the Owl Nation that does that run. It's used run, in all the boy, videos. Run, like that one. No, the like it's just like or run. Do, 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 yeah, run. <laughs> yeah, with like the, the stupid umbrellas or whatever down the beach stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Um. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Also, uh, anyone who plays an all Flash team, you know the, the theme song Flash. Uh, you know that. That's always great. But anyways, the universe. Uh, moving on. We'll go ahead and talk about do 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 Jedi Legends Hero Clicks Tip of the Week. Don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Unless a power or effect permits it when leaving hindering terrain, your movement is half. The first square you hit can be clear, but if just stepped out of hindering, it's still half the speed. And it's this little like dog riding a, a turtle or tortoise or like whatever the right term is. I'm like, I'll be there soon. You know, you're slow, man. Unless you ignore that hindering for movement, you're a slow guy. Half speed, baby. That's what you get. What you get I learned that the hard push. way with the uh, the new Legion. I played the the funky dial one, and I got him on his. I don't. Rem- I think it's click seven. He's got running shot, pulse wave, five damage, prob, or something like that. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna run over here. And he's like, Do you ignore hindering? I was like, Nope. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Uh, don't park your legion in a bush. It's a tough life, right there, guys, ladies and gents. It's tough. But thank you so much, Jedi Legend, for that. Moving on in a little bit of the community section here. We got a couple of questions, so we'll go ahead and start it off with Malcolm Rush's question block. That's in Japan! Japan? No, 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 no. I can't go to Japan. All right, Malcolm Rush wrote in saying, let's talk about bystanders and pogs. I love pogs. Pogs are great. Those little cardboard tokens you pop off the top of bottles or something. I don't know. I'm not old enough to know what pogs are. I'm sorry. I have no idea what pogs are. Not a single clue. I actually use uh, slammers for my action tokens. A lot of people are like, oh, cool action tokens. I'm like, great. They're from this uh, collectible game. 
that had a really cool competitive scene, but it died out suddenly. And then I stare at them until they uh, they back away. <laughs> it sounds like yeah, it sounds about every time I sit down at a battle royale table, it's like, oh, those are cool tokens. I'm like, thank you, they're pogs. I'm like, yeah, send me we know they're pogs. Please keep saying how they're pogs. I don't All have right. a lot to talk about. <laughs> All right, so jeez. So, to start us off, he gives us the best, worst, and favorite bystanders and pogs. These are bystander figures or just straight up pogs at a time. You want to go ahead and give us your, your best, worst, and favorite? So my best, what I think is the best in current and possibly you know, most of Heroclix is Mudman. So Mudman came in the TMNT4 starter pack. He costs 20 points. He's got shape change super senses. But his big thing is he's got these life tokens. So normally, a pog, once you hit it for one damage, it dies. There's a few exceptions. Mudman is one of them. He has to be hit twice, and then he's still got one like more life left. And so you actually have to hit him three times to KO him. And if he KOs something, he gets to add one of those tokens. And so it's potentially, like, you know, this 20-point piece is just a real nightmare. He's also got, uh, I think, sidestep and plasticity. So he can tie people down pretty crazy. And I think for 20 points, he's just a solid investment. The worst, I think, is the average bird that Hawk Girl mm, makes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's average. It's a bird. It's, uh, I mean... What do you what do you expect from it? You know? It's not trying to sell you on anything more. It's being no, it's, it's being honest. Very upfront what, what it is and what it does. Uh, and then my favorite are the demonic arms for, with Ooh. the pre mystics errata. So I that was about uh, this. I think that was Avengers Assemble. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you you could power action and spit off two of them, and then you did potentially take damage when they died, but. For sure, your opponent took damage when they died. So you generated these two little bystanders, and I can't remember exactly what they had. I think they had like phasing and maybe poison. But the big thing is they had the Mystics team ability. And so if if an opposing character killed one, they got zero points and they took one unavoidable damage. Hmm. And your favorite... That was no, you already said it. No, I'm sorry. Jeez. The yeah, demonic arms. The demonic it. arms. Like, <laughs> favorite. Uh, so my opinion, the best one is Scotty's Warbot. Uh, if you were around for the time of Scotty's Warbot, you know that running shot, pen blast, 18 defense, super senses, was dope. Scotty's Warbot was awesome and was just like a must-play pog on a lot of teams. My worst has got to be the soldier from Man of Steel for no, no particular reason at all. Just terrible. I think it's just terrible pog. Totally, uh, totally worthless. That has nothing to do with uh, uh, any kind of uh, reach changes to it or anything like like that at all. Nope, nothing to, nothing to, <laughs> nothing to do with that. And then uh, personal favorite because it was sort of not a pog. It's more of a bystander, I guess, because it, it pops off. But it was one of the first pop off bystanders ever, and that has to be Monkey Joe uh, from the Captain America set on Squirrel Girl. It was so, so freaking cool i really dug the monkey joe he had a little stump that he said i don't even remember his stats but he's just my personal favorite because he's so so freaking awesome oh my gosh dude like monkey joe like in and there's this one dude on realms i can't remember but like you'll see him comment on everything he's got like the squirrel uh, i think his name is monkey joe 
Is it just Monkey Joe? Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure, um, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Okay, awesome. And he, like, he keeps a record. Like, he, like, tries to pick up Mjolnir, like, the, the hard one to pick up before the other one was introduced with Monkey Joe. And he would, like... Yeah, you needed a, a roll list a of six. all his KO. Yeah, yeah, you needed to roll it straight up a six to get that meal near, and he would, he would like just put it on Monkey Joe for whatever reason. He would just see how many kills Monkey Joe could get. Yeah. So yeah. So right now he's, I'm looking at it right now. Monkey Joe meal near pickups nine out of thirty four. Monkey Joe KOs three. I don't think that number's oh gone up since uh, twenty fifteen like or something. Yeah, yeah it's been, it's definitely been a while. <laughs> All right. Uh, next ones are some comic book character was first introduced as a bystander or pog. The best, worst, and favorite hero click sculptures, which original, uh, which were originally, sorry, your best, worst, favorite hero click sculptures, which were originally uh, bystanders or a pog. I had to step away really quick. Simeon, go ahead and answer this one. So, my answers. Um, Jonathan, which he's only a pog as far as I know. That's the Jonathan, the Wolverine pet that uh, the all-new Wolverine X-23 has from the X-Men Xavier School. Um, he, he's he got the whole thing where if he's KO'd once, like, you know, he gets to stay on the board. So you, he's one that you have to double tap as well, which is always crazy for stuff that's got, like, high damage output and also good like stability you know like hard to kill kind of thing uh, another one that i picked was misty knight she had super strength with an eight attack when she was first introduced uh, misty knight's a cop with a robot arm and she would always say things in the heroes for hire comic like bet you didn't think you'd run into this robot arm and just like punch someone in the face and that was her big thing was you know, missing an arm and having a robot version. So we got a new Misty Knight, I think, in the original Deadpool set. But that's the one that I just, you know, super strength with an 8 attack was just, I had to say that was the worst because all the new Misty Knights do way better. And then favorite is the Harvey Bullock that uh, he came in at 12 points and gave you the PD team ability. And so you could use all your wild cards to copy that 12-point PD, and he didn't do anything else for your team. He had garbage stats, but uh, yeah, you could have like you know, six PDs on your team all of a sudden. And then, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, they, they did make a Harvey Bullock in uh, a couple of DC sets recently, so he's out there now. Right on. Uh, what was your, your favorite, or the best? I must have missed that one. The best, uh, I went with Jonathan. The uh, oh so yeah, yeah, Jonathan from uh, X twenty three, like the all new Wolverine. Jonathan, that's the only bystander that like that's the only figure bystander we have of him. But that's so I, I think th- that's the best one. I think I interpreted this one different and answered it differently. It was with characters first introduced. So I wasn't basing this off of their pogs. I was basing this off of the better versions we got later from the ones that were only ever pogs before. <laughs> so I, I misinterpreted this question. Uh, I went with Jarvis as the best because from being a pog, he was lame. Then he was a scroll, which is also lame. And then the 40 point Jarvis, like just a perfect, just nice little Jarvis that just, you know, fits the character. He's really awesome. I really like it. Worst. 
it was hard because I didn't really think about this too hard or like which one was the worst. I'm just going to say Ma Hunkle. The fact <laughs> that she exists, terrible. Uh, and then personal favorite, Rick Jones went from being just a pog to an okay figure to a figure that makes pogs, ladies and gentlemen. We brought it full circle. Ooh. Thank you, Rick. And to that, we salute you. <laughs> Number three was best and worst ways to use bystanders in a hero clicks game. All right. So it depends heavily on what your team does and what the bystanders they produce are and if they produce bystanders. So if you're not playing bystander, um, like making things, then, you know, the old bystanders sometimes had like the horde mode or like, you know, if you stacked them, they got like better stats and stuff. So you have to watch out for that depending on which ones you use. But if a bystander is made for free, if they're generated for free and they don't cost any points, then definitely push them to death. Like, they don't have Indom, like, doesn't matter. Just push them to death and make a new one next turn. Like, you know, free action. Um, keep track of your actions. So if you've got, if you're making bystanders and it's a 300 or 400 point game, don't move up all your bystanders if you don't have to, and then, like, you're out of actions all of a sudden, and have a good way to move them. So I, I recently played Pizza Face, and he made, I think, six pizza slice bystanders, and they're great, but they're slow, and it was a 300-point game, so I had no way to taxi them up, so I just had to, one by one, walk them up towards, like, my opponent, and, uh, yeah, that was too slow for me. Those pizzas ain't very fast. Do they, do they fly? I'm trying to remember. I think they fly, right? Those yeah, pizzas? but they're tiny size. Oh, so. sure. Yeah, otherwise yeah. they'd be great taxis. Yeah. Pizza taxi. Uh, That's my like, new business venture. Like Best way, what I like it is body blocking. Just being in the way so your opponent can't get to you. I think those are always great. And then, like, I think bystanders do the best when they're in the way of your opponent, especially when they only cost, if they cost zero points, you want your opponent to be so busy worrying about something that in reality does not matter. So it's like, doesn't matter. He's zero points. You shouldn't even be bothered about him, but because he has sidestep plasticity and flurry, it's a little difficult to just take care of him with the toughness and the shape change. Not, not talking about anybody in particular. <clears throat> so like, you just want them to be annoying. Like that's to me is the best way to use bystander, especially if they're if they're built that way. There are bystanders that aren't built that way. There are Gwen Stacy pogs who, if you send them out anywhere, they will instantaneously die. So you want them to stay back and you want to protect them. You know, it's 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 kind of about being aware of like what what does your bystander do? If it's an attacker, go be in the way, tie up, be annoying. That's your the entire reason for you to exist. If you support me, then I don't want you to die. I just want to make more of you so that I can make my main gun shoot harder or whatever you know like that's probably the, the best way to do it uh worst way if it's not easy to make new ones don't just go pushing them to death i, I know like sometimes it's okay medusa whatever she makes a new one easy peasy lemon squeezy she's not going to cry about it being pushed to death or sidestepping away it doesn't matter all right but but if it's hard if it's like you know once again bringing it back to arms a lot really anyone that's like a power action or one that's like if you hit an opposing character then make one you know, if they're more difficult than a free action to make, don't don't just go willy-nilly pushing them to death. That would probably be the worst way to do it. You want them to, to be in the way and be annoying. You know, don't don't KO your own figures on purpose unless unless you absolutely have a reliable way to get them back so it doesn't matter, you know? Uh, number four, best, worst, and favorite 
Pog Generator and Hero Clicks. The people that make them, the people that toss them out. What do you think, Simeon? <clears throat> Sorry, I had a Medusa in my throat. Um, so best is definitely Medusa. In modern, uh, Medusa Swarm is a real hard thing to handle sometimes. Uh, being able to pop it out, make that attack with like an 11 for 3 and precision strike and gets to copy all their powers. Um, it's got to be one of the, like one of my top ones. Um, I don't build with it as much now, but still one of like one of the best, I think. Uh, worst, I think, is Poison from the What If set because the only way you could make the, the little uh, Gwen Stacy... Venom Pog was if you got hit onto the right click. It was too deep into the dial to push to it, and it was too like sporadic to reliably ever bring it in. And even if you did bring it in, I think it only had like flurry blades, which don't knock flurry blades. I mean, that's high damage output if you can get it off, but it was just I almost never got the Gwen Stacy little thing to pop out. I never got to stay on that that click for long enough. And then my absolute favorite pog generator is tied between Hades from Superman Wonder Woman. So when a character that's 100 points or more dies, he makes a heroic soul. When a character, I think, like 50 points or more dies or like 70 points or less, I don't know, something like that dies, he makes a suffering soul. And I don't really care about the suffering soul. But the heroic souls, they had like I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up real quick, just so that I can I can tell you how great tell the me heroic how great soul these souls was. are. Baby. The heroic soul had a 10 speed charge, 11 attack with super strength, impervious with a 17 defense, six range, three damage with prob control, and he just spit these out anytime someone that was 100 points or more died. So I would play Hades as often as I could when it was like a battle royale format and we were playing high points. Because Hades is like 235 points or something crazy like that. So you can't play him on just any team. But if we were playing a big Battle Royale game, I'd throw Hades on there and just let my opponents kill each other. And I'd be like, oh, that's a heroic soul. Oh, look at that. My team's got seven probs now. This is crazy. <laughs> and it really, I mean, it, it adds up super fast. And then uh, the other one is Savanti Romero, my other favorite. Uh he has to be pushed onto his click where he can create his little pterodactyls. But when he's on that click, he can make one for free if there isn't one already on the board. And then if there is one already on the board, then it's a power action. So uh, hmm. So the pterodactyls, they've got, they've got no speed power, but they've got flight. And then they've got a 9 attack with blades and a 16 defense with uh, energy shield. And so my play with him would be once he gets on that click, I'd make my one for free. I'd give him an action to move or whatever. Next turn, the one that I made for free would attack. Usually if I could, it would attack and push itself to death. And then I'd make another one for free, and then I'd power action. And then both of those ones would attack. And then my next turn, those two would push to death. And then I'd make one for free and make one as a power action. And, you know, you just... You get like four attacks out each turn if you're positioned right. You just can't easily take care of a pterodactyl. <laughs> no. 
pterodactyl noises. Uh, all right. Uh, my favorite. Uh, what was this? Uh, no, best. Sorry. Uh, best. I really think Iron Man. Earth X Iron Man on the Iron Man map. I think is really really good. Personally, mm-hmm. I think he's probably one of the best for sure. Uh, worst. Uh, we're gonna give it to Aquaman. This is Chase Aquaman. This is the Chase I pulled. Uh, his fish die if they aren't in water, but of course he can still temporarily make water. But even then, his fish just have force blast. They suck. They're lame. I hate Aquaman's fish. Aquaman is the worst. Uh, and then personal favorite. Uh, this one should pop up, I'd imagine, for a lot of people. But it's Devil Dinosaur. There's just something mad. There was something magical about Devil Dinosaur when he came out. I didn't buy any of that set. I bought two boosters, and I got Devil Dinosaur and a Chase Spider-Man. I'm like, yep, that's all I need to buy of this set. And I was like, dope. Devil Dinosaur is freaking awesome. Bunch of stop clicks, which means, you know, you got to fight through his pogs. And he stays alive for a pretty long time. And he was he was modern until not long ago. I really miss Devil Dinosaur. He didn't see a lot of play at the end of his life, which is, which is real sad. But man, do I miss him. I thought he was awesome. Devil Dinosaur was really cool. Yeah, he, he was a little five. slow. But he otherwise. was he was slow. That was that was the one thing that made him like sort of balance was that he had, you know he had stop click on like every single click. He only take one damage and then he was slow, but he could at least generate his pogs, uh, which was a power action. But he made three of them, which is pretty gnarly, honestly. Uh, so yeah, no, Devil Dinosaur was cool for only 100 points. He was really cool, but yeah, he was slow. He was a dinosaur and he was uh he was just chilling. He has a little gun, <laughs> had his little. A uh, little, uh, what is that, uh, bathrobe thing on his little stairs. Like, he was awesome. He's hilarious. Yeah. I think a kimono or something, but yeah, yeah. it like, looks like a chilling. bathrobe for sure. Yeah. Uh, five, since introduced of uh, special powers to generate bystanders, WizKids didn't include those bystanders. So you are forced to make your own bystander tokens. Only recently, WizKids put bystanders on the back of tokens. So with that in mind, do you have any shout-outs for people or a website that can help Heroclix players to make or sell bystander tokens? So the only website that I've ever bought bystanders from, because normally I'm fine with just using whatever, um, the only website I've bought them from is Big Bully Gaming. Um, I I like the ones that I got from them, so like I I have to say that they you know they're reputable enough for me to use them again. I haven't, but I I mean I would if I needed a lot of bystanders for some reason, and then. Uh, Devin from uh, the Happy Little Hero Clicks channel. Uh, if you are a patron of a certain level, you get two free bystander tokens every month. And so I usually, I'm not a patron of that high a level. I don't got that kind of cash flow, Calder. But no, I, I, I'll usually trade them like figures or something for some bystander tokens. So right on. So that that, that also was one of my shoutouts too. I have never bought bystander tokens. The only time I've ever gotten them. I've gotten them two ways. Once, I I joined that tier so I could play in Devin's online tournament, which is amazingly well run. And if he ever does more, I recommend everybody jumps on those. So I got the bystanders for that month or whatever. And then the only other way I've got bystanders is when people leave them on tables. This is a really bad way to say it, but I have played a ton of Battle Royales and a ton of stuff. And like walking around throughout Origins or something... I'll see, like, bystander tokens on the floor. And it's basically, unless they have their name written on them, it is impossible to trace these back, which is the only reason I'm okay with doing this. I have four bystander tokens because I found them uh, on tables or on the ground at, like, bigger Heroclix conventions and greetings. That's where I got one, not not two walking wood tokens, just one walking wood token. 
Um, and uh, I also got like an angel. It's not a bystander, but it's just an angel action token, which I like to use just to have it. So yeah, like that's how I get them. Uh, another time, uh, one time, Michael Love, a uh, cool guy. I think it's Micah, not Mika. I, I can never remember. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, he gave me, like he saw that I only had one walking wood token and that I used the um, the fridge for my overdrive pog. And he's like, you don't have an overdrive pog? I'm like, no, I never worried about it. He gave me an overdrive pog and then one walking wood, uh, which is really cool. Uh, but no, I seriously do not care about like the bystander tokens. Some people really find them super duper necessary to do it. I'm just like scrap of paper. Um, like for the dinosaurs, I just use uh, blocking, special, and hindering since that's like sort of the colors of what the dinosaurs are. You know, orange, blue, and green. So yeah, I do I do not care at all about having bystanders printed. They're on the card. Doesn't matter to me. I think WizKids is doing the right thing by putting them on the back of token packs. I think that's awesome, you know? The only bad sure. thing is they make they make more bystanders in the set than they have token packs. And why did we um, get so, two red wings? Yeah, that is I get that <laughs> they are there are two different like whatever falcons that can do it, but also like they both do the exact same thing and you could have given us a um did they give us a warlord? I want to say they did, but they didn't give us a one for red skull for sure. Yeah, the yeah. uh I know they, yeah, they. I don't remember which one it was, but they definitely missed one of them because uh, we they got also gave us a hair, rhino. which is no offense to giving us a hair, but they literally do not matter. Like once again, this shows you how little bystanders matter. Hairs do not matter because you just have to look at what Medusa has top dial. Yeah, Their all literal the stats, stats are, are question marks. Question marks. <laughs> it does. It does not matter to have a hair bystander like at all. I've also so, yeah. seen. Um, so there's a guy at one of my local shops that likes running Stagron a lot. And he went to a, like a hobby shop and bought this little like you know dollar bag of like tiny plastic dinosaurs and then he just glued them to like little plastic circles or like bottoms of bases and so those are his stay ground pogs. He's got like an actual little like T Rex and uh, Stegosaurus and Brontosaurus. That's probably the best way to do it, right there. Like if you can find real versions of those, like dinosaurs are pretty obvious stuff like that, you know, then do it. You know, I've seen people take these little D&D Ent tree tokens for their walking woods. Those work out totally fine. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Do it yeah. up. Yeah, and then the Number... Thor set. Oh, Ooh, this yeah. goes with the next one, so I'll save it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go for it. Okay. okay. Uh, number seven. All right, so this is number six. Should Whiskid sell more bystanders? If so, what advice would you suggest to them? Is that basically the same thing as, like, this last one? A little bit, yeah. All so right. the last you one was, like, a shout-out to community. This one's... Uh, what advice would we give to whiz kids personally? So here's my personal advice. Yes, they should make more. They should make more pop off the base ones. Those are my favorite ones uh, overall. I love, you know, the Robin is cool. The wild child is cool. Kind of sucks because that's like the only wild child we have. Um, and then I really like, of course, uh, Eisenhower is dope. Even though you can barely read his stats. Anything that's pop off the base, you know, any pop off the base ones, just perfect. They don't even have to have the stats printed. Just they have that, they have a little figure. That's fine with me. More pop off the base stuff. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that because those are truly like my favorite uh, bystander generators. Have the like physical piece attached. Um, my suggestion was uh, definitely make more bystander tokens. Um, one year they came out with like some winnable ones. And they were just kind of random one, like random pieces that went to figures that were already out there. So I think they had like the penguins. They had like Jack in a Box or something. They had like I don't. They had uh, Rocket Raccoon was one of them. Um, 
So maybe make them winnable if they make them with like the, the actual action tokens, or they could sell them in a set pack. So you'd buy like for like fifteen dollars, you'd buy your Earth X bystander pack. And if they do it like that, like in addition to the dice and token pack, I think if they do it like that, they should include the max number that a character can generate. So let's say you know Stegron can make one of each dinosaur. Then you you have one of each dinosaur, like bystander. If um, like I don't know, like Medusa can't do it, but it, if uh, Medusa could make like three living hairs, then you'd come with like three of those in the pack. In effect, you know, someone can only make one, you only get one. I think that'd be a decent way to uh, to like move them, but. Uh, another way I like the way WizKids will sometimes make bystanders is they're just also figures in the set. So the Asgardian ghost people or whatever had the same oh. top dial as the bystanders for Hela. I yeah, think that's, that's another great way to do it. That's what I was going to say. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the Thor set was really good with that. They had the warrior souls and then uh, the Asgardian like warriors or Asgardian soldiers matched the crimson whatever guys that Odin made. And so, yeah, there is a lot of... And they still do that. Um, the ninjas from Batman Animated Series, I don't think it's the top dial, but it, like maybe the last click on their dial matches the ninjas that Ra's al Ghul makes. Nice. And so I've done that before. You just have to remember, like, it's not a figure you can heal or anything. You know, it's it's one done click, you know? Yep. So if you do play them like that. Um, but I've definitely done that to have, like, the physical sculpt out there. All right, right on. Number seven, which bystander tokens should WizKids make in the future? Well, it de- depends on the set. I mean, <laughs> I put X-Babies because I really yeah! want a Mojo that Mojo makes should have had those. Um, awesome. Oh, my gosh. Although I'd rather get them as, like, actual, like, you know, if we got, like, a Scotty Young, like, X-Babies or, like, uh, you know, th- just, like, the baby Marvel, like, figures, I don't. I don't know if I'd actually play with them, but I'd be like super happy that it existed. The X babies should all be duo clicks, so they're like not just two click figures or whatever, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. Scott and Gene, and then Gambit and Rogue, like stuff like that. They should make X babies all duo clicks or team base. You could do a, a like a team peanut base team base style like X baby f- figure, like that would totally work. You could do a two that by sh- two team base, yeah. Yeah, you could do a two by like two the, team uh... base. All the X babies. That that's what that's what was really missing in X Men the animated series. <laughs> Not Nightcrawler. Yeah, not Nightcrawler. What a loser. Um, Mine was, so they've made Bystanders vehicles before. Mine was a generic kite vehicle Bystandard that anyone can pilot. So that's right. Hell yeah, we need another kite man. And he can just quadruple power action, you know, double power action, deal him two damage, give everybody kites, pogs, and then everybody can jump in as a free action, and they can use flight and sidestep or, like, whatever. Either way... We need as many kites as possible, and this could be a way to make them. Don't, don't, don't at me, people at home. You know that's a banger idea to have all these kite vehicle pogs. It'd be so dope. I, uh, I actually prefer parasails because they uh, collect the wind much better than oh a gosh. typical kite, and Drop they can lift a person quite higher. <laughs> all right, whatever. Uh, question number eight: Best, worst, and favorite sculptures for a pog generator to finish us to go home after this. <laughs> All right, for best, I said Lobo on his like Ooh. 
you know, his space hog um, with his uh, his space hog with his space dog. So it's got like the sculpt itself is cool. He's kind of got like some Ghost Rider stuff with like chains and flames and stuff going around. And then he's got the like you know I don't know what kind of dog it is. It's like a bulldog, but I'm assuming it's from space because it's got impervious. So that I think is the best. Uh, the worst I said the Fantastic Four Hulk with the little banner that he. Uh, so I don't remember the I set that it came know out. That that made but a hog. There's a Hulk with like. The Fantastic Four pants. Yeah, at the beginning of the game, you can split, and um, so you've got like Hulk with his full dial, and then you've got Banner, who's just like this like bystander without wit. And I just the Hulk is like barely generic, and uh, I I don't know. It's not so much that I hate the sculpt, but I like most of the other sculpts more. And then favorite, I had to give to Carousel from the uh, Yellow Lantern Core, the Sinestro Core. Uh, she's got the, you know, the construct dogs, I guess, like the three dog construct, and looks really cool. She's on a peanut base, which, I mean, by today's standards, she wouldn't need to be, but she's on a peanut base, and the dogs look cool. Uh, she doesn't look, like, terrible, and uh, I really like the way the dogs interact with her, so okay, that's my favorite. Right on. Uh, my man, this is rough. The see, this is just like so hard to answer for pod generators. I mean, this is this is tough, um, man, for sculpts wise. Uh, so I'm gonna say best is Sentinel Cap, uh, because he generates them when he dies, and he has a big cool uh sculpt where it's the Sentinel, but it's all painted like uh, Captain America colors. So that is that is my go-to like best. All right. Worst, I'm going to give to Scarecrow. Uh, not Scarecrow you're thinking of. Uh, Scarecrow from Iron Man with his murder of crows. And they oh, do yeah. like something against relics or whatever. He was just kind of lame. He had, a, he had a pitchfork. Like, whatever. And I just didn't like that figure. So, I hate Scarecrow. And then favorite, uh, favorite was Tide. They're both from a Deadpool set. Not the same Deadpool set. But favorite goes to any, um, this is kind of a cop-out, Deadpool core figure with the sheep gun uh, balloon attached. It's the worst way to make a bystander generate a sheep within 10 squares, because you don't even shoot him or knock him back with the sheep. You just make a sheep. It's really lame, and the sheep is not good, and it's a power action. I wish it was infinite like when you made a range. Though. Yeah, totally infinite sheep. You know, it's great. Because you can all switch to it and all power action make the sheep. If only really trader cool. could trade word bubbles. If only... If only he could do that. Infinite so sheep. Just so many sheep. It'd be At awesome. least four per turn. Uh, and then, um, uh, so like that would go to Deadpool and Bob. They had it, and that's a really pretty cool sculpt, honestly. Deadpool with the finger guns. Deadpool and Bob with both with finger guns, which is really, really great. Uh, it's a really fun figure. And then Swarm. He is made out of his bystanders, you know? Like, it's awesome. He's, I'm bees, you know? So Swarm had to, had to go in one of my favorites. Uh, he was definitely a figure I tried to make work for a really long time and never had to, but Swarm being made out of his bystanders is, is so dope. I always really dug that sculpt like a lot. So those are Malcolm Rush's questions. Thank you so much, Malcolm, for sending those into the show. We do have one more uh, listener question from protagonist Ben Jones, and he said, with X-Men being the new hotness, is there any standout pieces from Black Panther and the Illuminati that haven't really been discussed? We know Black Panther had many standout pieces, but any that you think have slipped under the radar. His choices: Everett K. Ross, 
Loves the beast himself. Double perplex and the shield team ability. So good for 30. He is great for 30 points. And it's a shame to see him not pop up on more teams. Do you have a sleeper figure that you think people have forgot about since the set came out, Simeon? Honestly, no. I think... I, I truly think that... Uh... Like people that are that like take the game seriously enough have definitely gone over ABPI with like a fine tooth comb because it had so much to offer. And I mean, people like even made you know top eight with like Gardner teams and stuff, which is a figure that I didn't think was. I thought he was good. I didn't think he was that good. Um, but I put Rune as like my number one because I think Rune is the best vampire that we've gotten. Hmm. I think I can agree uh, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, in he's recent memory, double heal and everything. Sure. Yeah, he's cheap enough. Uh, Eighty-five points if you just want to play him vanilla. A hundred points if you want to play him with like the Iron Man gauntlet, and then he gets to pick your power, and he could you know have flurry and heal up potentially four clicks in one turn. Um, pick hypersonic and move across the map faster. Stuff like that. And then the uncommon Iron Man was my other kind of. I haven't really seen a whole lot of people play him, but I think his leadership role within six squares is really good. And the fact that he doesn't die on like an Avengers team, if you don't mind losing like the extra 50 points, you can bring another one in and then you don't lose your leadership. So I think you could take the place of the old man cap. He's not quite as versatile or good and he's a little bit easier to, to kill. But other than that, I think He's pretty solid for 50. Right on. Uh, my personal thing that I think I just don't see enough people running right now is Falcon. Uh, the Prime Falcon, to be specific. I just not, I'm not seeing him a lot, and it's a real bummer because he has autonomous when he's when he's got cap on the team. He's got traded ESD. I think I really think this Prime Falcon is really good, but I haven't seen him played that much. You know, so it might just be where I'm at. Someone's like, dude, I see Prime Falcon played every single week. What are you talking about, bro? But uh, no, I just don't see Prime Falcon played as much. Um, as I thought he would be, for sure. So that was my uh, number one pick. Thank you so much, Ben Jones, pregnant Ben Jones, uh, for giving that to us. Before we end community, I did forget that we do have a birthday. So if you want to go ahead, get that lined up. Uh, protagonist Ben Jones, his birthday was on September 20th. And I just want to say uh, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. And, of course, happy birthday. Happy Happy birthday to you. All right, give me, give me a second. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday to you. How, how, how good was that? That was my Arabian happy birthday. It was if I don't. I should wipe a tear out of my eye. It's so my pretty. Nightmares every night. But that, ladies and gentlemen, will bring us to a close. Uh, this has been episode 277. Boy, what a good episode. I quite liked that, ladies and gents. I really hope that you all did too. As a reminder, you can find Dial H for Hero Clicks on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. And while Googling just a podcast, just to Google it for funsies, you know, just because why not, I also found out that you can find us on Radio Public and Listen Notes. So you can, there's probably a bunch of other random podcast apps that you would have no idea would even have us that we obviously don't upload to, but they just show up on because they just take every podcast or whatever. So definitely check it out. Uh, if you if you think 
you know, if your friend is complaining, obviously, if you're listening to it, you know where you're reading it to. But if your friend's like, ah, I don't, I don't really listen to that because I don't use those apps, double check. Tell them to like double check it out, you know, just because they it might show up. You never know. Um, and of course, uh, send us an email at dialhforheroclicks at gmail.com or write into the Twitter, which is dialh4. That's the number four hero clicks. Or of course, message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dialh for hero clicks. For anybody uh, worried about uh, good old Chris Britton, uh, since he did join the army, he sent me a letter this week, and I'm going to go ahead and read it uh, to you guys because there's a for the fans segment so i'll try to keep this brief he says hey guys and gals just wanted to check in and let you guys know that i'm doing just fine i'm only a few weeks away from graduating from basic combat training and being able to call myself a real soldier after that it is officer candidate school so who knows what's in store for me all i know right now is that probably because of playing with hero clicks maps for so many years i was able to come in first out of 50 teams in land navigation I'll try to come back into the community as soon as I can. Until then, stick around and spread the good news of Dial H. Wish you all critical hits, Chris. So I just figured everybody would uh, want to hear that and know that he's doing really well. And I'd say that brings our podcast to the close. If you want to support the show, go ahead and jump on Patreon. This month, we're going to be giving away top spots. It's going to be Robbie Reed plus a Phoenix Force Magneto. So for as little as $1 a month, literally anything helps, guys. Uh, you can go ahead and have a chance to win those. We're also giving away some mansion rings, and we're also giving away uh, the Prime Rare Morph. So if any of that stuff interests you, go ahead and join the Patreon. It looks like that's all. So, Simeon, if you want to go ahead and read us out of here. Yeah, speaking of supporting us, Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. So support those who support us. Absolutely. Everybody, happy trails. Mutt, 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 mutt.